let's talk about the most important equation in direct-to-consumer growth marketing. This, we're gonna break it down. This is three elements that you need to know. Mastering this set of equation can absolutely take you from a struggling at a couple hundred dollars a day business to a spending a couple thousand dollars a day, a couple million dollars a month, 100% possible. I've taken brands uh, from, you know, very low end six figures to upper eight figures really built around a specific model. This is what eight and nine figure businesses do really, really well. And this is something that people who struggle to get past that couple hundred bucks a day or that couple thousand dollars a day don't yet have down. I've been teaching this to my students from the Facebook ads MBA program built on my experience over the last near decade of driving over a billion dollars in revenue with my students and clients personally managing hundreds of millions of dollars in facebook ads so let's get down to it first i just want to say thank you very much spending your time anywhere right you could literally be anywhere on the internet right now it could be cat videos it could be anything and you're here and i really appreciate that and i want to first off say thank you second i want to let you know that we're going to try to cover everything we possibly can but if you have questions please feel free to comment below with all of them. If you don't necessarily believe me or you're very suspicious about something or you have a question because I didn't cover it in the detail that you need, let me know. I dropped a post on Twitter about this last week and I got hundreds of engagements on it from some very smart people calling out certain things and I wanted to take this time right now to dive so deep into it that we're gonna try to address every single one of those concerns that everybody said and then hopefully um, we'll answer everything so that you feel confident understanding the core element that you need to get to blow up your business in the best way possible. So let's first draw this out. Now I'm going to say this out loud, although I'm going to give you the full mathematical equation because there is an order of operations thing here and I don't want you to screw it up. So open parentheses, we'll do this this way, open parentheses, boom, CPA plus COGS. Not customer acquisition cost, not anything else. Your actual cost per sale with an ad or any way blended plus COGS, cost of good. How much does it cost you to get a sale plus how much does it cost you to produce that product with overhead and everything else? Total cost. Take that number, divide it by the lifetime value of that customer from that offer. Find the offer that presents you the best ratio with this equation. Now, best is the relative term. We're going to dive into that, so don't worry. Smash it until it breaks. Find everything else that's in the way of you smashing that and get rid of it. We're going to dive into that too. Find the bottleneck in that customer journey and fix it and then smash again. That's the process in a very simple way. In the first three minutes, we've gotten down to everything you need to know, but it's really easy to just say those things. It's much harder to actually execute if people don't give you context and information. So let me give you context and information. So the first thing here, CPA plus clogs divided by LTV. When I'm talking about find the offer that presents the best ratio, what we need to understand here is you might have five people that bought a $10 item that are worth a thousand bucks. That is not a scalable solution. That is 
not what you want to bet the farm on. Most brands make the mistake of trying to promote three to five to 10 different offers. And I say that's a mistake because in a machine learning platform like Facebook, if we want to get to spending a million dollars on Facebook at a profit, we have to focus on doing one thing exceptionally well until we've literally run out of opportunity and we need to scale to something else. It is far easier to take one offer to a million than it is to take five offers to a hundred thousand because each one of those offers conflicts with each other and you're paying to promote all of them. That one confuses the platform, two, limits the amount of data the platform gets to any one of those business objectives, and three, forces you to have to solve for multiple customer journeys, which means the value of your testing and the speed at which you can improve your business is tremendously impaired. So we're getting rid of all of that. We are focusing. We are getting clarity on the one offer that presents us the best ratio. Now, let me give you two examples in my real-world experience. A brand that we brought from about 20 million to about 95 million in, in about 18 months. Here's what we did. And mind you, when we started, we were about 3,000 a day, two and a half X on uh, ROAS on Facebook over a 28 day. One day this was, you know, in 2017. And by 2019, we were doing 30,000 a day at a 0.8 X ROAS on the front end. And that blew the business up because we were also going on a one day click, not a 28 day. 28 days bullshit. Facebook got rid of it. Everybody said fire and brimstone because they couldn't lie to their clients anymore. Anybody complains about attribution windows going away, it's because they're not good enough at the first day to do their bottom line. Shots fired. That's okay. If you don't like it, comment below about what you think. I'm wrong there. Show me the lie. Give me the receipts. I'm, I'm welcoming it, please. So let me give you an example of two offers. We had a $19 offer. It costs us roughly $30 to sell. Now, if you're doing the math in your head, that's $49 more or less to make 19. That 35 baked in cogs and everything. So you're initially losing money, but that customer was worth on average roughly 200 bucks. There was roughly a 10X multiplier on that initial cost their lifetime value on aggregate. We had some people stick around for years. We had some people that never bought again. The blended net result LTV of that offer was around $200. That's a pretty good margin. We also had an offer that was a $49 offer that was the flagship offer when I got there. Gives you a lot of margin on that initial sale. That customer was worth about 150 bucks. Great, 3X multiplier on the LTV. And we could sell that we're also around $30. So we're making 15 bucks on that customer. But here's the problem. When you're making $15 on a customer and it costs you 30 bucks to make 45, that's great. But the top net end is about 150. Your margin on that sale, baking in LTV is a lot less. Now let's say it costs us $50 or $60 to make that sale, which it absolutely did sometimes. Now we're coming in at maybe twice the customer acquisition cost, plus COGS. Let's say we have an offer that's 
20 bucks net in COGS plus CPA, and an offer that's 50 bucks net CPA plus COGS. I'm giving you another example here, more general. Say the $19 offer costs us 30 bucks to make the sale, and the $50 offer costs us 50 bucks to make the sale. Now, one of them, you're breaking even. That $50 one, you are breaking even on day one. You triple your money to about 50. Fantastic. The other one, you're losing money on day one, but it's worth 200. You're actually 4Xing that money later on, right? 19 plus 30 is 49 to 200. That's a little bit 4X, 50 to 200. So you get a larger margin. Now, here's the big thing of why one of those offers was fantastic and the other offer was one we moved away from. Because when we tried to support both offers, we were bringing in two different types of customers, which is fine. But it meant that our email flow, our landing page testing, our product testing, our customer service had to do twice as much work. That is twice as much baked in cost at half the speed of testing to improve. On top of that, it costs more money to make that sale, which means if we're spending, say, 5000 a day, 3000 a day, 500 a day, if it costs you 30 bucks to make the sale versus 45 or 50, you are selling 50%. You are getting a larger amount of sales per dollar, right? Because you're getting a higher volume. $300 is going to make you 10 sales instead of six, right? You're getting 100 sales instead of 60, which means you're getting larger and larger data sets inside the platform so it can learn what to do faster and faster and faster. Also, because you're getting more and more of those customers that have one singular journey, especially when you get rid of that other bit of noise that gave you profit on the front end, but less margin at the back end and confuse the system while making it dumber and doubling your cost while reducing your speed by half. You focus all of it, then your problem solving to make that LTV bigger is a lot easier because everybody's going to one thing. So instead of getting maybe 50 customers a day because you're supporting two things, maybe you get to 60, 70, 80 customers a day because you're driving them all to one offer. Maybe you're getting 90 or 100 because you're only going to one thing. So you're also getting maybe a little bit more efficient job. Now, what does that really mean? That means that that's the find the offer and smash it till it breaks. Maybe you get to a spot where, look, we can spend $500 a day. Now we're up to $1,000 a day on this offer, but we can't expand because that LTV is not going. We're doing everything else. Now you find the bottleneck. So you figured out the front end. Your Facebook ad side is good. Your costs are solid. You basically maximize your level of efficiency to spend. So that ratio is basically peaked out. But where is the break? Can you improve the conversion rate? Can you improve the LTV? What happens two steps after the They go to the landing page. They add to cart. They see the checkout. They see an up post transactional upsell. At some point in there, there's something that could be fixed. Maybe there's a you know 3% conversion or 2% conversion after that initial click to buying that product. What happens if we go from two to two and a half? Right, 25% lift in conversion rate off that front end. That means we can go back to Facebook and spend at least 25 to 30 or 40% more money because our efficiency on the conversion rate has reduced our customer acquisition costs in that equation of CPA plus COG. And there's not a one-to-one -one relationship. As you increase spend, 
your cost doesn't go up and very linearly because you're going to drive an additional sale. If you get 10 sales for 100 bucks and then you spend $200, your cost only doubles if you don't get any extra sales. But say you get five more sales for that extra money, your cost goes up, but not so much that it's terribly harmful. So the point is, once you increase that efficiency by lowering your CPA, by figuring out what's hurting you, or you improve the LTV, because remember, it's three variables, cost per acquisition, COGS, LTV. If you can reduce the COG or the CPA, or you can increase the LTV, that means you can then go back to step four, smash again. Now, maybe you're stuck at $300, $400 a day and you're promoting three, four products. If you find the one product that allows you to have the highest volume with the most amount of margin that you feel you can comfortably manage, and you spend to only that thing, doubling or tripling the volume of customers to solve that one problem, and you start testing and you stabilize your CPA, maybe you get it down 10, 20%, but you can't get it anymore. Lifting the conversion rate, which lowers the CPA, or getting a better LTV on that customer because now maybe you've got a better post-transaction upsell. Maybe because now instead of having five different types of customers to support, you only have one and your email journey gets better. Maybe your customer service is a better job because every single call is about the same damn problem and those people get better because it's more reps of solving the same problem over and over and over again. Your unit metrics improve. So if you can reduce your cogs, reduce your CPA or lift your LTV, which might just be as simple as improving the AOV on that first order or improving the rebuy rate or improving the conversion rate at the end of the month. There's a million things that happen a click or two after the Facebook ad that no Facebook ad is going to be able to solve the problem of. Once you figure that out, that is a fundamental mountain moving shift in spend. You want to increase spend by 20, 30%, improve one of those things. Maybe you're not doing a post-transactional upsell and you have a $50 product. If you can raise that AOB from 50 to 65, who says you can't increase your spend by 20% overnight? You can. You're going to increase it by 25 or 30% overnight. And if you get one or two extra sales, you're doing more volume at an efficiency that was better than when you started. The point here is the most important equation in direct-to-consumer growth marketing is simple. It is your cost and your opportunity. Find a way of making your opportunity better or your cost better. And you can do that by removing the distractions and itemizing out the best available option that you have. And generally, that is getting rid of the three or four offers that do not move the needle. Maybe they're nice. But if you spent all of that money on the other thing that was a little bit better, you'd be making a lot more money. And that lot more money is a compounding effect because everything gets better when you focus on solving one problem. The number one mistake I see people make when trying to scale is they try to scale by saying, well, I can do $500 on one product, but I want to get to 2000 all I need is four. I'll tell you, if you do one to four, you're going to struggle to keep that 500. You get to a thousand, but you're never going to get to a million that year because you have to solve problems by thinking bigger and simpler. Volume of data, repetition of problem solving, and simplicity in the machine and the process is what separates the haves from the have-nots when it comes to direct-to-consumer growth.
This is the not-so-secret secret behind the brands that crush the people that struggle. And I can't tell you how many people that have gone through my Facebook Ads MBA program, this was their biggest issue. Probably 20, 30% of them. We got rid of half the things they were promoting, three quarters of the things they were promoting. And after a month or two, they were able to triple, quadruple, quintuple their customer acquisition speed and volume. Because you made the system smarter, because you stopped dumbing it down by asking it to do too many things. You made your team smarter by giving you higher testing velocity and more reps at problem solving customer service issues, upsell issues, email and LTV. That is what moves mountains. Everything else is a nice to have. But until you are spending so much that you need to go to that place, I promise you going to that place of expanding your offerings is going to cripple your future. I want you to understand that, and I hope you get it. If this is helpful, awesome, like, subscribe. If not, let me know where I went wrong. But please, please, absolutely. By the way, YouTube thinks you might like a couple of these things. Go ahead and subscribe. I'll see you later. Thank you so much. Once again, my name is Charlie, Facebook Disruptor, Disruptor School, all sorts of things. I love you. Goodbye.